Hello, traders and friends. Welcome to the Are You Green podcast. Today is Thursday, December 10th, and I can't wait to share with you the news for today. We had the exciting release of the Airbnb initial public offering IPO. So that was um, so much fun to track, and I would love to explain to you guys what happened with that and whether or not it's a long-term buy. We also had some um, news today that was uh, very rough on the market with the jobless claims. But in the meantime, the technology stocks that I bought yesterday were are booming right now. Um, so that immediate increase uh, really uh, is very exciting for my account. Um, so we'll go into all of the details, but the SPY opened today at 365.37. Pre-market, it was around 36, or previous close was 366.85. Now it's around 366.56. So right now the SPY is slightly red, um, but very slightly. And then the XLK technology indicator opened at 123.62. Previous close was 124.38. And off the open, and it has seen a rise onto 124.40. And the XLK is slightly green today. And now the question everybody wants to know, are you green in my personal accounts? Yes, I am very green. Um, now I hope this makes a little bit more sense to the listeners yesterday who were probably shocked to hear that I was excited about my red account. And that's because I felt very confident in the swing trades that I entered into and I just knew the profits that they would bring and I got to see some of that profit today. So I can't wait to dive into those tickers, talk about um, what my averages and sell levels were, how I handled that, as well as a um, longer term buy for for the Tesla stock. And then of course, just diving into what happened with Airbnb. Is it a good long-term buy or not? So stay tuned. Pre-market, in the early wee hours this morning, I was concerned about what the day was going to bring. The labor market released data that showed a jump in jobless claims, and it has shown the highest level of jobless claims since mid-September, underscoring the need for fresh stimulus measures to support this economy. But unfortunately, those stimulus uh, discussions have not been going well. Although people were saying that the COVID-19 reliefs talks are making progress. It has also been reported that they are looking at not including stimulus checks. And I know that those stimulus checks had a big um, bounce in the economy uh, when they were uh, released before. So um, with that news, I had no idea what today was going to bring. Um, And, you know, it has um, been a mixed trading day, but what everyone has been excited to focus on has been Airbnb. So we were all anticipating the initial public offering of Airbnb. I kind of mentioned it before. And today was the day. So first of all, last night they were priced in at $68 a share. As soon as Airbnb opened, it opened at $146. So that's a huge jump right you know, off the bat. Um, so that's huge. It has been kind of trading around that area today. 
So as this has you know been released, it's a new ticker. It's A B N B, and you might be thinking, is this something that I should buy? Is this something I should buy for the short term, or is this something I should buy for the long term? So as you guys know, when you listen to the cast, I like to mention I'm not licensed to you know give you guys advice like this. So you have to really take everything I say, do your own research, make your own trading decisions. But a few things I will mention is um, one for the short short term. It is very risky getting into an IPO too early for a short a short term trade. IPOs can you know move very fast. They're very volatile. So if you're looking for just something in the short term, I wouldn't go for this trade. However, if you are looking at something for the long term, I would consider Airbnb. A couple of reasons why is just the potential of what Airbnb could be worth. So just to kind of look at some of the other um, sec- uh, other companies in hospitality, you've got you know Marriott, Hyatt, Hilton, all of these traditional hotel companies. The issue with these companies is that when the you know need for uh, hotel hotel rooms um, for that when that grows in any area in the world they have to build a brand new hotel and believe me the cost of these properties is ginormous not only in the actual properties where the hotels are placed but in construction costs and staffing and so on Um, so you know that is a lot of risk that they have to physically place inside a market that they're basically guessing or feeling strongly about the demand coming you know to that area and with Airbnb they don't have any of that risk right so like if the market suddenly has a need in a certain area for rooms people will just sign up and begin renting their properties and then if that need dissipates then there is really no um, damage or no risk to Airbnb because they are such a digital property that they can just turn to customers and hosts in another market and you know have those properties um be you know uh, rented out or booked so that is a huge reason why people are feeling so bullish um, and so optimistic towards Airbnb so we can see this when we look at the market cap Um, market cap comparison is a statistic it's a number that you see on all of the tickers on all of the information about a stock about a company so if you go to Google and you look up a company ticker like you know Airbnb you look up maybe Airbnb stock you can search that that will bring up the company's information or you can put in the actual ticker so a B and B that's where it will tell you you know what the um, stock is trading at the opening you know all of those statistics and, and data one of the things that will also tell you is the market cap that stands for market capitalization it's the total do- dollar value of all of the outstanding shares of this company so what it's what the use of this number is is it's to size up a corporation and to understand what their aggregate market value is so what kind of you know uh, value they represent in the hospitality market for example in the case of Airbnb but maybe you were looking to trade Lululemon right so I would look at the Lululemon's market cap and then look at the market cap for other companies similar to Lululemon maybe you want to look at comparison to Macy's or REI 
buy. Um, so, you know, that's where people really utilize the market cap. And when you look at, you know, for example, Marriott, which is a huge hospitality company, hotels all over the world, which Airbnb also has a very good global presence. Marriott's market cap right now, depending on, again, this is measured by, it's a measured value based on the market traded shares. So, you know, it's not what the company is worth, it's what the market is saying it's worth. So that number is 42 billion. Right now, Airbnb's market cap is 89.1 billion. So oh, more than double what Marriott is trading at. So this tells us a few things. One, other people are clued into exactly what I'm saying. So other people understand that Airbnb doesn't have to deal with the property risks and all of those problems that um, you know traditional hoteliers have to deal with. And two, this also shows us that there is just huge optimism and euphoria in the market. Um, there's an overall sense that right now things are bad but things are going to be better in 2021. And there's just this kind of momentum psychology with the technology stocks. And that is exactly why these are stocks that I swing and trade, um, you know, day to day. Obviously not necessarily Airbnb, um, but you know, just if you look at the other tech stocks that I swing, I swing these stocks because people are emotional about them. Maybe they're emotionally selling and there's a big sell off and that's when I buy. And then when they're emotionally, you know, buying and the stock price is, is going up, that's when I sell. So I really love to profit off of this momentum psychology that we see across the board with technology tickers. Um, but that's you know what we're seeing here with Airbnb. So should you buy Airbnb for a long-term trade? Honestly, I think yes. Um, I would give it, honestly, I would give it a couple of days just to settle down um, and kind of find its place in the market. Um, for a long-term trade, maybe a few dollars doesn't make a difference to you. And in that case, you know, put an order in for 146. That's more than fair. I think you'll get filled at some point in the next week. That's what the um, ticker opened at. That was the opening price the market set. Um, but again, you know, if you want to put in lower order, in the low of the day today was 141 and the high of today was 165 um, but that's just today and it is the first day on the market so you know in the short term there is that risk involved but in the long term I do think that this is a really great company that I think will continue to uh, trade very well on uh, you know with the market and could be great for a long-term buy but again trade at your own risk um, that being said, let's move on to talk about all of the risk that I have put down on the market when I bought a bunch of technology yesterday, as well as Tesla. So first, let's talk about what happened after close yesterday. After I recorded the podcast, I had a couple of orders filled and I was kind of disappointed because I was like, oh, I, I wish I could have told the podcast because I love trading with you guys. Um, but anyways, I did end up buying a little bit more into DocuSign around 220. So I was very happy with that. Um, my average with DocuSign uh, this morning off the open because of those purchases did lower to 220.59. Um, and then I went ahead and put in a small sale for DocuSign for today. 
today because I um, was just concerned that my level target levels for DocuSign are, are very high and it might take a few weeks, maybe even a couple of months for DocuSign to get there. And I wanted to have a little bit more cash on hand. Um, so I did sell a small, small piece for $224.75, making a four uh, over a four points profit. So really happy about that net gain on that uh, DocuSign um, trade, which didn't count as a day trade because I bought it after hours. So that was also another plus. I love trading after hours. Um, because again, I can buy something that night and then sell it the next morning and it does not count as a day trade against me. If you are listening to the podcast for the first time and you don't know what I'm talking about, I am talking about small accounts dealing with the pattern day trader rule, which says that you can only day trade you know, a, a few times a week. So um, I won't go into that more in depth now, but just so you guys know, you can look it up. It's the PDT rule. Anyways, um, so another thing that happened pre-market or after hours and pre-market is Tesla. TSLA, I feel like everyone knows the ticker by now. It's been so exciting to watch the movement on Tesla, especially on the road to the S&P 500. They are still um, holding very high target levels for a lot of public investors who have been saying, you know, it's worth 675, 700 a share and so on. And um, so when I saw the huge drop yesterday, I did put in an order for 595.75. So that got filled after hours. As soon as that got filled, I put in another order in case we saw a lower movement in the uh, pre-market trading. So I put in another order for $589.99 and that got filled. So my average on Tesla is $592.87. I am holding this for a little bit of of a longer term um, swing, although I already sold a piece of it off. Um, today. So just, uh, you know, just before the podcast, it did sell for 621. Um, so that's such a huge uh, gain. My average was 592.87. So, you know, more than a 20 point gain. Like it's just, it, that was beautiful. Um, but I am holding on to another piece of it for a price target of 645. And uh, again, I would just continue to follow this ticker. I just feel like anytime it drops below 500, it comes raging back up. So um, I'm really excited to continue to trade Tesla and uh, profit off of that stock. Um, The other couple of exciting moves happened with Fastly. So that's F-S-L-Y. This um, did, do in order for me, uh, pre-market, sorry, just looking at so much. So pre-market um, in order was processed for 9019. For those of you, again, who listened to the cast, I really hope that you were able to buy this one. Um, I told you guys very clearly yesterday that I um, was in Fastly, FSLY, but I was in at such a small size. So yes, my average was amazing. My average was like 89, you know, 70, but um, that average meant nothing because again, my size was so small and I was disappointed because it did bounce back up and I wasn't able to get back 
in at a level I wanted. I told you guys I had an order in at 90, I think I said 15 um, and or 90.20 and I did get filled pre-market that order for 90.19. So that allowed me to really size in on this trade the way that I wanted from the beginning um, when I expected it to go a little bit lower. But because I saw that bounce, I put in a decent level to buy even though it raised my average, I knew that this would hit big numbers. So um, I had a sell in at 96.80 for all of it. And that also sold today because right off the open um, pre-market, even though it was trading all the way down in the 89 level, it popped up very high pre-market up to 96.89. Um, and that's where you know my order was filled. So it was such a beautiful trade. I mean, it's not Friday yet, but I'm almost gonna call this the trade of the week um, because I had confidence in the trade going into it. I didn't feel comfortable about my size and so I sized in more appropriately and then came out with a 6.8 net profit. So really glad about that one. Um, the other trade that I sold today was Peloton, P-T-O-N. I have just been buying and selling and buying and selling this ticker like crazy. So I apologize for you guys who are looking for maybe new tickers to trade. Um, but I'm telling you, if it works, you know, you got to keep milking it. So um, my average on Peloton was down to 111.95. I sold um, half today at 118.12 for a six point net gain. I'm so excited about this because originally my target levels were like 115.70 and then you know, one um, seventeen uh, fifty. But what ended up happening is I was prepared to hold this for a longer term trade. So I didn't put in those sell orders. So this morning when I saw how high the, ta the, um, the ticker was trading, I then got this opportunity to sell at a higher level than I even anticipated. So that was a really beautiful sale. I am going to put the rest of it on sale for 118. I wanted to give it room today to go a little higher, but it didn't get there um, and again I'll consider selling this tomorrow for 117.50 again um, if I you know feel like I need to make that change based on how it's trading um, but really happy about that another six point gain uh, with Peloton so really great um, and then the last sale that oh I already talked about DocuSign so that was it for my trading today um, I am going to keep an eye on Airbnb to look for myself if if, um, you know what levels I want to invest in for a long-term trade since I do think it's gonna be a good one and you know tomorrow I am hoping to sell some of the other stock that I'm holding on to since I'm still holding a lot in my account um, but we will you know see how the market reacts tomorrow that is something that I love about trading you never know what's gonna happen and every single day it's exciting it's always you know Un, that unpredictable, unpredictable nature makes it exciting. But the data that we have with the uh, charts makes it to where you know we have a predictable measure at the same time. So you know, looking at just FSLY because that's the chart that I have up right now. We just spoke about it. There are very strong, you know, there's a strong pivot level at 78.29. So, you know, I felt confident that if it that if it continued to fall, it's okay because it would probably bounce at that level. 
because I have that da that data. And as far as going up, you know, today it hit the weekly pivot point at 98. So if I was truly following my strategy, I would have sold there. But there was another quarterly pivot point that was pretty strong at 94. So you know, seeing just the tickers go right along the levels that you know I have here in my charts, it, it's a it's just such a great mix of you know not knowing what's going to happen, but still feeling safe because you have historical data and you know how these companies are going to perform with the market in general with you know these resistance levels that get built up but that is why Airbnb is so risky for the short term. And you know, that's the last thing I wanted to say. People get very excited about IPOs. They wanna, you know, get in first and buy them first, but sometimes being first means that you are taking a very large risk. And although trading is, you know, already inherently risky, I would say that, you know, when I trade a ticker like FSLY, where I have the data of you know how it's been trading consistently for months and months it's definitely a safer trade when I follow these data this data and when I follow the charts um, so I hope you guys are having a great trading week I hope you bought some great technology stocks when it was low earlier this week and I hope you're profiting today um, and remember do not panic sell stick to your plan and stay tuned for Are You Green tomorrow. Since it's a Friday, I'll be live streaming it on YouTube. So be sure to check out the link in this description to subscribe, get alerted, and join in uh, to the live session. And feel free to reach out to me through Instagram. My handle is Are You Green Podcast. I love chatting with you guys, and I'll talk with you tomorrow. Take care.